Radio Pulpit, 657 AM, your daily companion. Man, didn't you just enjoy that lyrical precision? That voice was absolutely amazing. Actually, hearing it for the first time, don't judge. Do not judge. Okay, Tyrone Marinas uh, with a track titled Heart and Soul, uh, bringing us to 44 minutes after four. Good afternoon to you if you're joining us. Uh, good afternoon. Special welcome, Gilebukhele. Gilebukhele is joining us on 0826572729. And she says, a blessed afternoon. Afternoon. It's a marvelous, magnificent Monday. Gilebukhele, I agree. And talking about marvelous, my family, so many things to uh, celebrate this afternoon. I could not wait to have this conversation. Uh, those of you who have been following, uh, especially Monday's afternoons, you will know, you know, the passion uh, with which we have been, I personally have been following um, up on the issue of languages here in South Africa. I believe that it's an area that, uh, you know, we've, we've not invested enough in that area. And I'm so glad that now it's starting to come to the spotlight. We've got just the um, the right amount of people are excited about languages, just the amount of energy coming from government and other agencies. It's beautiful. Absolutely loving it. And so joining us on the line at this moment is... um the executive head of languages at the Pan South African Languages Board, Mr. Julius Dandile, who will be chatting to us, my family, about the, uh, you know, about the recently um, uh, signed uh, bill. It is called, oh, it's so complicated. I want to actually get the exact, it's called the Constitution 18th Amendment Bill. Ah. <sighs> You know, now it's an act uh, of uh, Act 1, I suppose, of uh, 2023. We'll hear from the expert himself joining us straight after this uh, quick sting. My family's radio pool put out time 45 after 4. Mr. Dandila, thank you so much for giving us your time. Good afternoon and welcome again. Uh, good afternoon um, to you and your listeners. Yeah. So listen, congratulations. I mean, you know, I was so afraid that I'd be too excited. You know when someone is just way too excited, Ne? Because, listen, <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we are in now in day six, right? It's been, yeah, six, it's f- day five or day six. I can't remember. But I mean, I have been celebrating with other people that are really excited about languages, but I couldn't wait to have this conversation with you. How do you feel? I mean, as the board, how do you feel right now? As the board, we are very excited. Yeah. But also anxious. Yeah, naturally. At the the same time, because of the amount of work that we have to do and that we have to um, um, bring awareness to the country about the importance of um, officializing any language mm. and let alone officializing the South African Sign Language Absolutely. in the post-democratic uh, dispensation. Yo, Mr. Dindila, it has taken way too long. Come on. Maybe let me ask a thorny question. Why? was sign language never adopted as part of the original uh, 11 la- or oh, well 12 languages um w- how was that excluded um it's it's, it's quite a political um a, a discussion right. that you want us to enter which is <laughs> I always say that there's nothing that is not political in this I world. I know, I know. Even <laughs> uh, air has become a political uh, issue. Wow. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, even the earthquake, uh, we asked the president, <laughs> why do you bring <laughs> the earthquake? 
So, um, but um, that is it, May. Yeah. If you recall, um, in, in, during the 1993 uh, negotiations, language with land mm. and, uh, and, and, and education were the most thorny issues mm. Um, mm. in terms of mm. the settlements mm. that were done. So, to such an extent that um, land was left pending, as it is still sure. pending even today. Language was then compromised hmm. uh, in the last minutes to say um, there, were, there were three groups that were there in terms of the negotiation during Kodiasa. Um One group was pushing for only one official language, which is English, hmm. and all other languages regarded as national languages. And then there was a group that was saying, let's maintain the apartheid system whereby mm. you have all the other languages regarded as national languages but at the same time you have um, English and Africans continuing with the same status. But then the, the last group that was then um, uh, coming up with a, a little bit of a pinch of African indigenous languages which mm. I will refer to now as uh, previously marginalized languages for the sake of making sure that I'm politically correct. Um, is um, the the group that was saying no, uh, IsiZulu should be an official language because of its its, its majority. Historical, yeah. So mm-hmm. the settlement that was then reached was that um, you have um, the two official languages that were existing before um, 1994, mm-hmm. and then uh, you must bring all the other 11 official languages. There are a lot of debates around that and discussions. Some are too academic uh, for our debate sure. to say that. Um, I'm not saying that I'm undermining your audience, but I'm saying it can take a little bit of time mm. to explain mm. some of these manifestations. So if you listen to me, sign. Oh, unbelievable. Debate <gasps> and discussions at the time. Mm. And how then they were kind of not left out. I want I want to emphasize that point. Mm. They were not left out in terms of the 1996 constitution because they were recognized uh, by the constitution and all the other existing languages in South Africa. For, two, like, uh, for, for instance, in South Africa, the languages that are mentioned in our constitution, there are mm. about 27 of them. Right. That are reco- that are constitutionally recognized in our country, but we have been talking about eleven, and because it's official. Mm. Now, what is the difference between an official language and a constitutional language? And Mr. Tantile, Mr. Tantile, uh, Mr. Tantile, I beg your pardon. Um, let, let's maybe take a quick reset uh, because I keep losing you and this information is absolutely important. Let, let, let's take a quick reset. I don't know if you want to maybe move around. Something needs to happen because I keep losing you. Uh, the, the line is not the great. I, I, I don't know because I'm sitting in a There we go. Place. There we go. If you can just sit right there, hold the phone right there. <laughs> let's let's use, <laughs> okay. Let's okay, use that method. Fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, what I'm trying to say is that um, then in the 1996 Constitution, they are recognized, but not as official languages. Right. Um, um, that is um, the Khoi and San languages. You will listen to me. I'm not saying Khoi, um, uh, Khoi and Nama. Khoi, San and Nama. Mm-hmm. Because Nama is one of the communities. There are about six that are still existing um, uh, within that group. Let me move now to where we are, mm-hmm. the um, sign language. Um, South African sign language um, has been having um, its own 
kind of charges. So it's never been uh, officially institutionalized as mm. a standard language. Mm. And I think that is one of the reasons that then it was kind of a, 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 a left behind. But since that year, 1996, after that constitution, number of communities, including Prince South African Language Board, mm. have been up in arms in, um, as a metaphor uh, for this campaigning and advocating that sure. at least a South African sign language must be an official language for a various for various reasons. Uh, some would argue that um, this is highly um, a moral reason, which is good. Also for functional reasons, mm. because for the uh, deaf community, it is not a choice for them. Mm. They cannot communicate without demonstrating certain signs right. and using sign language. Mm. Whether it is a formal sign or it is informal sign. So they communicate through signs. Now, let's take somebody who has not learned a sign language, mm. which means who has not gone to school to understand and able to read. But that particular person is deaf. Mm. How is that particular person communicating? That person communicates through signing. Whether it is a gesture or certain ways of, 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 of communicating, that person doesn't have a choice like me and you. Mm. And for instance, you may say, I cannot speak this particular language. But you have a language that you are born into, that you speak, that you are able to converse mm. into. And, but for the deaf people, they do not have that, mm-hmm. especially if they are born of a parents that are hearing. That, that child doesn't have any language or any other option but to start to communicate through those particular gestures. That is the importance of a sign language, whether you talk about it as a South African sign language or as a world language, but that is the importance of it. So mm. sign language, we use it uh, even as communicating people. We point right. things, mm. we, we, we demonstrate certain things. Uh, as you can get, get a picture of me, I'm using my one arm <laughs> to talk. Uh, because it is an illustration mm. of what we are saying to make an emphasis of communicating the message. So the critical point with this um, milestone is that we are officializing that that particular uh, process mm. that there are people and mm. a lot of them close to uh, four million people that are not having proper access yes. to a common way of communication and a formal way of communication mm. that is the one aspect of officialization it is the formalization into uh, through the system of law which is our constitution which is a supreme law in the country right. that's what we have done for now Mr. Dandila, you were still explaining, uh, you know, when we when we lost you a bit, um, you were still explaining the difference between uh, the officialization and the recognition. I think there's a difference between the two. Yes. Um, you recognize, for instance, our constitution recognizes all languages yes. that are spoken in the country. Yes. But then it goes on further to make them the certain uh, number of languages, 12 now. Right. And to the official languages. And official language is a language that government and public service is, um, I would say, obliged sure, to utilize um, 
uh, when there is a need, depending our constitution is specific on those conditions, mm. depending on the region, on the context, on the circumstances, um, and, 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 and so forth. And so there is a specific obligation to government to make sure that if a person who's deaf goes into a clinic mm. somewhere in the country, that person who's deaf must be able to communicate <laughs> with somebody who's going to understand what that person um, is suffering from. If the person who's mm. deaf goes to a police station and that person uh, wants to lay charges against somebody, the police station must be able sure. to communicate with that person. It's an obligation to the state now. Before this, uh, 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 last week, mm. uh, uh, Wednesday, it was kind of an optional, it's just a recognition of the language. Mm. But once you make it an official, you are making it an obligation to the state and the public service to provide that service when it is required. Sure. There's so many questions going through my mind, Mr. Dandili, but this is absolutely fascinating. Let me ask a petty question, and I'm going to ask, let me ask first of all for a favor. Can we please continue this conversation on the other side of five o'clock? If you can just give me 10 minutes of your time just after five, Mr. Dandili, because there's three major questions that we will not be able to cover before we have to cross over to the news. Can we do that, please, sir? That's the first one. The second one is, let me ask a petty question before we cross over to the news. How do we manage exploitation? And I'll tell you why. I'm just, you know, I was was laughing a bit earlier, not at the obligation uh, on the state to provide these services, but on the likelihood of us, you know, communicating uh, communities, wanting to exploit you know, uh, the officiation of sign language. So how do we then manage the likelihood of that exploitation where I walk into a police station, a clinic, and then I start signing, even though I know that I can communicate? I do it for the for the sake of it because, wow, I can, can't I? Um, definitely so, because it's an official language. Yeah. Um, we, we, we have to handle this in, in, in various ways. Um as a Pan South African Language Board, we are a constitutional institution right. mandated to promote. That means we interpret to promote as empowerment. Mm. That means bringing awareness. And that is why we are accepting these uh, interviews in the media right. uh, to explain in every language you will find us if you want us. We are available. Mm. And what we then are doing is that we are empowering society and communities to say, you must be aware of this shortcoming that has been there. Mm. there." Mm. And we have been doing that for um, a a couple of years. Um, How do then we deal with this exploitation? I would say that um, we have all of us to take a responsibility uh, in the sense that there are those that you, you are talking about somebody who's going to just go and demand to be yeah, is, 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 is not signing properly. Mm, but what about those who are going to needed. take the scenario mm. of the funeral of Tata Mandela? Sure, Dad. Mm. Remember, there are those opportunists mm. who are going to, uh, to be out there now that this is official, now that the demand is going to be high right. and say, I can do it. How do we deal with that? Government have been putting up strategies to do that. 
One of them is um, in in 2014, mm-hmm. uh, there is an, an act that established a, a language, South African Language Practitioners Council. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And recently, the Department of Sport, Arts and Culture have done a great work in terms of making sure that particular council, which has to be a, a council that oversees the registration, the accreditation of anyone mm-hmm. who has to be providing a language service, be right. it translation, be it interpreting, yeah. um, be it um, editing, and, and so forth. Because there is a lot of exploitation and undermining, especially with previously marginalized languages, mm. like sign language, like Iskosa, um, 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 uh, Isizulu, and other languages. People who come to the space and are given three sentences, please uh, uh, translate this. Right. And they translate it because the employer is exploiting them uh, for the benefit of um, uh, the employer. And the companies are, are going to do that. Uh, can you sign? Can you say good morning, hello, how are you, and stuff like that. Mm. And then there will be then bigger questions come in, and they will say, you are able to do this, continue doing it. Mm. And these are things that have to be reported, one, to the Pan-South African Language Board. It is our responsibility to deal with linguistic human rights violations. Right. It is a violation mm. to... Uh, do that particular kind of um, 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 act. Um, you are acting, um, they say in law, um, ultra-virus. Um, and then we, we are also going to have this particular council running very soon. That will be registering. And like you are a medical doctor, you cannot practice. Like you are a, a, without right. a number. Like a nurse cannot practice without a number. So are the lawyers. So so are the language practitioners, practitioners now right. going forward so that we can professionalize, make sure that uh, when we professionalize, we are creating a proper quality and uh, making sure that there's the delivery of, um, of, of the services mm. um, to the community and access to information. That's Fantastic. what I want to emphasize. Fantastic. Access to, inf- to information is critical in the, in the whole process. Right. Mr. Dandile, this is absolutely fascinating. If you can stand by on the line, we absolutely must cross over to the news now. We're coming back, and I think uh, just a question that you might want to uh, sort of uh, uh, think on as we as we go through the news. You know, uh, what does this mean for media houses? Because I'm sitting here as a media practitioner, and I'm thinking... If we're obligated, what does this mean for us? And how much time do we have uh, for these services to be made available? And we'll be back with Mr. Dandile, uh, Julius Dandile, my family, who's joining us from the Pan-South African uh, Languages Board. He is the executive head of languages. That conversation continues straight after we come back from the news. It's two minutes after five. Discover an abundance of life. 657 AM. If you need prayer... Please send your request to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za or WhatsApp 067-429-7564 or go to Radio Pulpit website on www.radiopulpit.co.za. Reach your customers in the car, at the office, at home or wherever they are, night or day. 
Through advertising with Radio Pulpit, you can reach a large, unique and loyal audience in a most affordable way. With over 500,000 people on our various platforms, from Gauteng to the Cape, you simply cannot go wrong. So advertise today. Contact us on 012-334-1339 or for advertising packages that we offer, go to www.radiopulpit.co.za. Terms and conditions apply. Radio Pulpit, 657 AM. Your daily companions through thick and thin. Download our mobile app or visit radiopulpit.co.za. You're tuned into Spectrum on 657 AM. What I can say with this day is a marvelous Monday. With the meditation of the word of God. <laughs> Psalms 22 verses talk about mercy. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the month. Amen. <laughs> amen. 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 I love it. Absolutely love it. Suspindile. Suspindile is saying it's a marvelous Monday. I agree with you, girl. And thank you so much. So if you have any other synonyms, uh, words describing a beautiful Monday, a fabulous Monday, starting with an M, please do keep those coming on 0826572279. Right now, conversation continues. My family with uh, Mr. Julius Dandile joining us from the Pan uh, South African Languages Board and uh, gee was I mean please do join in ask your questions I know you want to ask questions so ask your questions on 0826572729 if you've got any comments contributions to the conversation our lines are open 0123341322 Mr. Dandila, thank you so much for giving us your time. Uh, we, we will really try and not uh, punish you for having done so well. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go back then, Mr. Dandile. Uh, you know, you were explaining quite eloquently um, and very uh, uh, um, precisely the differences between uh, officiating the language and recognizing the language, some of the implications there. And I think for me, uh, just coming out of our conversation before the news is, is really just a concern. There are certain um, institutions that are going to have to apply. One of those is obviously schools. Um, I am thinking of media houses. I'm thinking of uh, the courts, uh, the the, the legal uh, practices. The certain institutions that they have no way out um, on this one. So what then happens to those institutions and how much time is given to those institutions to then create space in their budget and uh, operations for the services to be available? Um, thank you for that question. Um, let, let me start by explaining um, the scenario that has been taking place in the country. Right. Um, uh, we should lead our government for um, to lead it accordingly uh, for um means um to um start to deliver whether it is a um a, a, a complete satisfactory element that for me that is an issue of rating but at least there is an awareness and a service in the public sector that there is a need to do this. Mm. I will tell you in this way it is the Department of Edu- of Basic Education in twenty twelve that started by officializing sign language 
as a school subject, mm, mm, and that can mm. be learned. And since then, there's improvement in that sector. Mm. Um, as much as some would say they are very slow, but there is something taking place. Right. What we need to do in that particular sector, education, is just now to broaden that space, open up, opening up um, the, um, uh, 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 the closed um, elements and the blockages, and then we remove um, uh, these particular barriers. There are a number of them. But um, uh, to give a scenario, for instance, at the Department of Education, um, in 2016, I think it started to have a matriculant uh, uh, sitting in 2016. All right. Um, and then there uh, were about 30-something um, um, of them. And um, at least last year, we had about 250. Mm. But that is a drop in the ocean. That is not acceptable. I fully agree. Mm. Um, with society and deaf community. I'm not promoting um, mediocrity, but what I'm saying is that at least there is a recognition. Now that there is that particular recognition by a public service, especially the Department of Education, they are now obliged to take more and more action to mm. make sure that they are delivering on this. The second, um, when you go into courts, it is um, an obligation. It's not even... Uh, now, it was done in 1996 in the mm. Constitution, uh, whereby you cannot go and be uh, on trial in any court in South Africa in a language that you don't um, understand. And if you don't understand the language, there mm. should be a provision of interpreting. Right. That is a constitutional requirement. Mm. So we, wa- we are one of the progressive countries in terms of it. But what I'm saying, again, whether we provide quality out of that, mm. that is another mm. debate. Mm. Mm. Uh, but then the ground has been started to be um, uh, worked on. Mm. Then when you go to the media, television um, has been um, 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 uh, a forefront, Jeff, sure. uh, TV and, and others. But again, that is not enough. We are seeing um, a progress in news. Um, um, uh, paid um, um, uh, television or uh, even um, 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 uh, free um, uh, channels. Mm. We are seeing that progress element because there is a recognition of saying that there are about 4 million people that we want access into to provide information. Remember, um, as, as, as a radio station, you need to come up with other means, mm. for instance, through your podcast, some of them that you think that are very critical and are very important, you may request a provision uh, to service providers. That's amazing. Of, yeah. uh, of, 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 of interpreting of those. Right. And you put them online. And people are going to recognize that. Sure. And they're going to work because I, I don't think that we will be at the moment have um, that technology that may be there uh, with immediate effect right. to really make you, when you speak, um, uh, provide subtitles and um, it takes time to do that but at the same time um, these are the technologies there to assist us in terms of these particular processes but you what know, we are saying is that yeah. um, universities there are eight universities out of 26 mm. that are providing uh, some form of qualification or some form of service um, in terms of deaf um, uh, community and deaf learners, uh, students. But uh, I'm saying eight or nine mm. out of the 26. Out of many, so we yeah. need to get all of them. 
We need to get all of them to be able to say we provide for deaf students. Sure. We need to increase the number mm-hmm. of students of that inclusion. are taking for metric mm. from 250 to even um, 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 uh, uh, more than uh, 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 250,000. Mm-hmm. We need mm. to do that. By doing that, you are skilling and upskilling your society. To be inclusive, Mr. Dante. Inclusion. Right. Inclusion. Right. It's socioeconomic inclusion that you're providing. Mm, mm, and I'm mm. saying, um, I'm, and I'm telling you that when you're upskilling your society, why are you leaving one group of society, one minority somewhere? Mr. Bring Mr. all of them into the same table for equitability purposes. This is absolutely exciting for me. Let me tell you, my family, 19 minutes after five is your time. Uh, Mr. Julius Dandila joining us on the line. I can see my lines are buzzing. Uh, 012-334-1322. If you were trying to give us a call, I really would like to get some more questions and comments from you, my family, uh, so that it's not a, it's not just a dialogue, you know, this is supposed to be for the community. Uh, Mr. Dandila, whilst we, whilst we are waiting for our audience to come through and uh, and ask their questions. Great thoughts coming from the board, you know, and I would have expected nothing less. I think the work that the board has done is absolutely sterling, right? I would have expected nothing less. Of course, you've taken your time to study uh, the, the, the what and the how and the what then, right? But now, be, be, uh, there we go. Um, let, let's take this call, right? Um, and maybe we'll come back then to ask this question because I want to then ask a forward-looking question. Who, who do we then hold accountable? Uh, Radio Pulpit, good afternoon. Good afternoon, sister. Hello, Dada. Yes, no. Mr. Dandile. I Amen. Yes, Dad. But Wow, Yo. There you go. I mean, let me leave that all to you to comment on. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, it's it, 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 it. Um, government created a, an institution called um, um, 
blind um, SA. Yes, uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, which, mm-hmm. which, which assists a lot. Um, I'm not saying again mm. it is enough or it's adequate. Uh, assisting a lot in terms of providing information in braille. And um, that, that is a um, good initiative. That institution has been there for years. And uh, we, we, we are saying that for the blind, um, they, 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 they can hear is a good advantage mm-hmm. um, as much as they cannot read. Technologies came into the space mm. to assist because they can voice um, um, uh, proper utterances um, uh, which then technology can assist them to then sure. download documents and read, allow it and the, the, the technology to read for them, be it computer, be it um, our cell phones. That is provided for them a little bit. Mm. But what, what I'm not saying again, it is sufficient. Mm. I, I want to emphasize that point. But at least there are initiatives, there are steps, whether baby steps, but there are steps that are taken. Sure, but when you come to South African Sign Language or to the deaf community, mm. they cannot hear any sound. And the majority of people Mm. Hearing people in South Africa, we've got 60, 60 million people, and I'm saying to you, out of that 60 million, it's the minority of four million that are hard hearing. Right. But then the actual people that come and say, "I'm not hard hearing, I'm deaf," that came and proudly says that it's only five hundred thousand. Mm. Mm. What is the meaning of that? It means that being deaf has been made by systems of the past as a disability that should you should be um, um mm. scared of you should you should be um, um uh, feel disgraced on should be embarrassed about you must strive to say that no you can you can hear and and, and stuff like that we want people to be out in the same way now we are saying that the awareness that we are bringing through this radio for the hearing to say recognize mm. and be aware of the uh, uh, the barriers that those who cannot hear and um, who are hard hearing are facing. Mm. Be aware of them. So don't take it for granted because you are granted this. The 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 the, 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 the bad thing about it is that you may at any time in your life become deaf. Right. That is the probability. And that is a disability that comes. And um, you may get, uh, God forbid, uh, you may be deaf in a skin, like get into an accident or something like, mm-hmm. oh, you're, you're, you're just on a matter hearing deteriorates because of a particular disease. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What can happen? But what, I'm, what we are saying is that immediately you feel that there's something wrong as you do with your eyes as you do with a number of diseases that you have and certain disabilities that, that may come. Let's not hide this. Let's be out there. Let's make sure that government, even private sector, provides the service to these particular people. Um, take, 
Okay. Yeah. Let, let, let me thank you for that point, Dada. And I, I, I want to say, perhaps, maybe let's leave it at that, uh, Mr. Dandile, really, for the sake of time. I do think that you've made the point, though, you know, to say that it is a sensitive area. It is one that we probably need to keep on workshopping to find better ways in which to bring, uh, uh, to bridge whatever gap may exist between the two communities. Because I, I think the point that Dr. Unkos is making is, is, Absolutely critical. And by the way, that is the point uh, that that's um, uh, that's a that's an experiential um, wisdom coming insight coming there, you know, because Mm. Mm. you and I, we can see, we can hear, we can communicate. uh, But it's it's good to hear, you know, from those communities, what some of their struggles are. Whilst we are winning with the with the with the deaf community here, then is a concern coming through from, uh, you know, uh, the community of people who are who are hard of seeing, etc, etc. Mm. Here's the big question, uh, Mr. Dandila, that I'd like us to deal with. First of all, is our economy ready, man, to uh, to absorb, uh, you know, uh, the inclusion of um, people who are hard of hearing, you know, fully, not just Jay, basic inclusion, fully, because that's that's the implication of officiating this language. Yes, um, that is the implication. Imp- yeah. Um, but I want us to um, change the question. Okay. Why were the people not um, included? In the first place. That is the metaphor we, we, we don't want. We want to um, be guaranteed of, of the future, mm. uh, but uh, without looking at what was wrong in the past. And uh, we have talk, talked about that and all that. But what I'm what I'm trying to say to bring into you is is to say is that we can never be ready mm. to continue mm. exclude mm. any human being. Hundred percent. The constitution in the country guarantees human dignity. How do we bring that particular human dignity? We don't have to be ready for it. We should be ready by now, as we are speaking, me and you, as um, Ayanda, and, and people on and Red Build. We need to be ready now. We cannot say next week, we mm. cannot say uh, to exclude other human beings from enjoying the mm. democracy and freedoms we have. Our preamble of the Constitution states that after it talks about the human dignity, it talks about freeing potential of each and every individual. How do we do that if we exclude deaf people? If they cannot access information, if they cannot be able to express themselves, if, if, if you look at it, take a scenario, a bad eye view, um, a, a listener of pulpit, mm. look at where these schools are, look at how they were constructed, Look at the manner that even access to them today is so difficult by the community. It was an exclusion. Take them, throw them somewhere in a barrack. Mm. They must be there in that school. Mm. We need to open up that. That is the purpose of this officialization. Sure. Say, why then this, should be, this language should be learned only by the hard hearing and the deaf? It should be a language that is open to anyone Everyone. who is right. prepared to learn it in the school system. Why then don't we, if we are accepting that these learners, young children, have potential, why don't we put them with their peers that are hearing? 
so that even those that are hearing can be challenged. To start learning how to sign, right. To start learning how to sign so that they can know that they are equal to the same people. We are equal, all of us in this world, as human beings. That is the demo- fundamental democratic right in this country, which is guaranteed by our Constitution. That is what our forefathers were fighting for. And when they were on the ground fighting, hmm. it was not saying that uh, these were deaf, these were blind, right. these were if you were discriminated on the basis of your color, you were discriminated even if you were deaf. So even if you were not discriminated on the basis of your color, but because you were deaf, you were put you aside. You were discriminated, that's right. You were discarded mm, in mm, that society. Mm, 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 but this society that we're living in now says, no, no, that was wrong. Mr. Tandili. All, all human beings, let us come into the space of assisting each other and be ready the readiness is simple. I've seen things happening after Wednesday um, on social media. Not young people, old people making um, defamatory and um, um, uh, 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 silly signs. Mm, mm. It's been, it's been really ugly. Yeah, no, it's I actually been ugly. That mm. are taking place. But that is wrong. We need to, uh, to bring this empowerment to say you cannot uh, be ridiculed other people because of their condition regardless of, of of how that happened because as you say really none of us are look we we pray that we you know that that things stay the same but none of us are immune to to certain conditions and nobody asks like what that was saying nobody asks to be a certain way you know exactly. mr dandela I, I you know because of time really this has been absolutely amazing i want i'm very tempted to want to put you uh, on the spot but i i respect your media team so i'm not going to put you on the spot and ask <laughs> that you come back for this conversation but i do think it needs to be continued and in the meantime if people would like to reach out to the board uh for whatever questions where do we find you what portals are there to reach out to the to the board i thank you very much um we you you can find us um on our website in um where all other uh, social media platforms are at www.penslbpan S-A-L-B dot org. Right. Dot org. You can find us there. Also, people who've got any um, um, uh, complaints mm. um, can lodge those complaints through our website and then they can get all the details of got provincial offices mm. where they can um, reach out to them. Then they are in all capital cities of, of the country and um, provincial ones. Um, uh, um, your Boma Fikeng um, and, and Kimberly mm-hmm. and all that, they are there. But um, online, we um, you are there. You will find uh, communications at pensalp.com where you can um, um, uh, send us information, send us a, a, a grievance you have, send us a language, uh, human rights, linguistic uh, violation that mm-hmm. you see or observe or something that is language-related, any language mm. that is official in South Africa, uh, including uh, 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 languages that um, are constitutionally recognized, the 27 of them. Sure. We will strive to attend to your um, um, uh, grievance or 
your complaint or even your compliment at the same time. Right. No. Let's 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 confirm this compliment that uh, you know I keep saying this every time I talk to the board. You are doing an exceptionally amazing work, and I'm so glad that uh, you know post the signing. I'm really hoping that you know the traction, the media traction, or at least awareness traction will just only increase. Mr. Dandila, thank you so much for having given us your time. Truly appreciate it, and all the best, man. Uh, already, you can tell that there's a lot of action. So good luck. <laughs> thank you, and uh, thank you, Eduardo. Yeah, Mr. Julius Dandile, my family. Uh, he is the executive head of languages at the Pan South African Languages Board. What a conversation! Please do look out for the podcast RadioPulpit.co.za. Thirty-four minutes after five. We're crossing over now to the latest in the news. Come live the life at 657 AM, 657 AM. Do you need prayer? WhatsApp your name and your prayer request to 082-657-2729 and our care center will gladly contact you to pray for you. You and 657 AM and life, a winning team on the road to eternity.